The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Now, an awful lot of people have been talking over the weekend about the drug seizure that was made well over a week ago now in Cork, but the implications that that has had throughout Kerry. And indeed, charges were brought last Friday against two individuals who are said to be involved in an illegal shipment of drugs that has been stored in Kerry, having come from across from Latin America and was meant to be sent to the rest of the world. Uh, we await developments in relation to that. But it, Conor Lally, Security and Crime Editor of the Irish Times, there was an interesting statement over the weekend from the Bally CD Group in Kerry. Just tell us a little bit about this business and its chief executive, please. Yeah, so as you say, Matt, the Bally CD um, Group, its primary property is the Bally CD uh, Home and Garden Centre, which is just outside Tralee in County Kerry. Now, it's quite an established um, you know, garden centre with some retail outlets there. Um, they also run some uh, cafes along with uh, Dairy Gold in uh, Limerick and in Cork. Um, and it has, and the founder um, of Smash burger, which is a, a gourmet burger place in Tralee, is a man called Nathan McDonnell, and he he was also the chief executive of Valley City Garden Centre. So he's obviously one of the men that was charged um, last week. He's a 43-year-old from Bally Row in Tralee, County Kerry. Um, he would be well-known in the Kerry area. He's the former head of the um, Kerry Chamber of uh, Commerce there. So he's sorry, just to cl- I just want to clarify here, Connor, as well. He's not actually the founder of this business, the Bally CD Home and Garden Centre, because I was doing a quick calculation. He's 43. Mm. This was opened 32 years ago when he would have been a pre-teen. So this is a family business that he yeah. was the chief executive of. Apologies, Matt. He was the, he is the founder of uh, Smash Burger, which yeah. is this gourmet burger place down in um, um, Tralee. But as you say, this um, Bally City Garden Centre would have been founded just over 30 years ago. He would have only been, as you say, probably in his early teens or even... even Preteen, I think, yeah. Yeah, so he took over this um, family business. He was obviously at the helm of it. Um, and now, obviously, he has been charged. And the allegation is that he possessed these drugs, this half ton of um, crystal meth at the garden centre um, from last October up until last Friday week um, when the drugs were found in Cork Port in a container there. So he's obviously charged with that. Um, the courts will deal with him in time. But as you say, this Bally City group, the family behind have issued a statement basically saying that they are intent on, you know, keeping going. They say they've worked on the business for, you know, the last 32 years, that they are going to keep it going. They are determined to uh, protect the jobs. And actually, there's 140 roles there. So, you know, 140 people employed in full-time and uh, part-time jobs there. They apologised for any inconvenience caused to customers and their employees last week when, you know, searching was carried out and obviously when the garden centre was at the centre of the story. Um, But as I say, they're pretty determined. They say they've worked very hard at it. Uh, They're very upset at the events that's happened over the last week and they are determined to keep the centre going. And I think there was a clarification as well, wasn't it, that the second man who has been arrested and charged, James Lean, is not an employee or an investor in Bally CD at all either. No, he's a 41-year-old man from Pilgrim, uh, 
Pilgrim Hill in Listowel County Kerry. Um, he is charged with the same offence that uh, Nathan Macdonald is charged with, and he's also charged with um, importing uh, the drugs uh, last October um, through Cork Port. Now, obviously, there are only allegations at the moment, but James Lean has no connection whatsoever to the Valley City Garden Centre. hasn't ever worked there. isn't a shareholder. has no involvement whatsoever. Is there possibly going to be more arrests? Are the Guardian investigating other people in Kerry who might be charged? Well, certainly, um, you know, when, when these drugs were found uh, last Friday week, there was extensive searching which took place throughout Cork and Kerry at various uh, sites. And indeed, uh, there were so, you know, there was so much uh, searching going on in the few days after the drugs were found that the army were actually called in to help, um, you know, cover the ground. Um, those searches then spread to a commercial premises in Waterford City. So, you know, it was a very large search operation by the guards, and there is an ongoing inquiry into this. I mean, you know, even though when people are charged in these particular cases, the guards don't stop doing their work. This inquiry carries on. Um, there are other suspects, both in Ireland and abroad, um, and the guardie will be working with, you know, law enforcement abroad in an effort, as opposed to establish where these drugs came from, exactly when they came tr- um, to Ireland, where they were going to be passed on to. I mean, we believe that they were due for export from Ireland, probably to Australia. Um, so the suspicion here is that this is, you know, the Irish end of it is part of an international chain through which the drugs are being moved um, onto Australia and that more people were involved. So uh, the guards will be in touch and are in touch with um, their colleagues elsewhere. When the drugs were found, was it because of a routine search or by accident or was it because the Gardaí were specifically looking for something and had suspicions? We understand that the Gardaí that the guard, the Kerry Drugs Unit um, had intelligence uh, that there may be drugs in that container in Cork Port and that's what was and that's what brought them there. So we don't think it was accidental. Um, we think there was information on it um, and that, you know, by following up that information, that that's how those uh, drugs were, were found. But obviously, Matt, it is a major inquiry um, and it will take some time before we get the full picture here. Well, tangential to that, is Ireland now a staging post for the export of drugs from Mexico and Central America and from South America because of the lack of security that we have in our seawaters? We've discussed previously on this programme with your colleague Conor Gallagher in particular about mm-hmm. the danger to undersea cables because of our not having a sufficient number of ships in our Navy. But could it be that we have become a hub for drug running because the odds are that with only two naval ships operating that any importing drug ships are not going to be spotted? Yeah, I mean, as you say, certainly the naval service has really been hit hard for, you know, 10 years or more. And the capacity that that they're at now is only a fraction of where they should be. Any, you know, depletion of state resources like that is obviously a, you know, it's it's a real concern, particularly because of the things that are going on in the world at the moment. Obviously, you know, uh, drugs trafficking being only one of them. The only thing that I will say about that is, is that, Really, when you're tackling drugs trafficking, it's the intelligence that the security services uh, come into. So it's information about 
specific ships that drugs will be on, um, specific places that drugs will be hidden and the people involved in that. So, you know, you can have all the naval service uh, vessels that you wanted and they could be at sea all the time. They're not really going to happen across um, drug trafficking taking place. It's the intelligence that the Guardi get some of it they get from, you know, people who are in crime gangs who are talking to them. They also get intel from people like, you know, European law enforcement, US law enforcement and, and so on. So that intelligence is really the key here. And we believe that that's how these drugs were found in Corkport uh, last Friday week. But certainly um, what we have seen is that we've had a number of very large seizures of um, drugs in recent years being found in our ports, in our water and while efforts were being made to, you know, bring them ashore and things went wrong. So certainly organised crime globally, organised crime in South America, organised crime in Europe and in the UK um, has seen Ireland as a staging post for really large consignment of uh, drugs. Now whether we're seen as more of a staging post than any other part of Europe is really, you know, that's open to question I think. I mean there's a lot of drug trafficking going through ports like Rotterdam, Antwerp and so on. Um, Spain has long been a hub for European uh, drug uh, drug tra- uh, tra- trafficking. So I think what you're seeing at the moment is is that it, there's huge um, shipments of drugs going all over the uh, you know going all over the world, uh, going to the markets, particularly in Europe and places like Aus- uh, Australia, where drugs are very ex- expensive, okay. and we we are you know seeing our share of that. Okay, very brief one just to finish off, Connor. You had an extraordinarily detailed piece in Las Ardes. Irish Times still available online about the Morris O'Shea Salazar, mm. Kerry man who, and I was fascinated by many of the details in it, but in particular that his mother and his uncle are now in jail in Chile as a result of being arrested for their involvement in drug exports. Uh, were they though, from what I read, are they effectively working for him or did they introduce him into the drug business? Is it clear? Well, Certainly, he 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 was born over in Mexico. His you know mom is from there. His father is Irish. Was Irish. He was from Kerry. Um, his father was killed in a car accident when O'Shea Salazar was a boy, and the family came over to Kilorglin around 2005. So they lived here for we think about 10 years or so. Uh, we're not exactly sure when O'Shea Salazar left uh, Kilorglin, but when he did, he went to Spain. And the allegation is is that from Spain, he has basically, uh, you know, gone up the ranks of the Sinaloa cartel, and that he was effectively in charge of, and you know, ordering people, including his own mam and his and his uncle, he was directing them in how to get drugs from South America into Europe. So it appears that he was introduced to the cartel through family members and then he is the boss now of some of those family members. Um, but as I say, he's a 33-year-old man and he's definitely accused now by the authorities in Chile of being a very senior player Indeed. in that particular cartel. And it was interesting that you had in the piece as well details of how we had come to the attention of the Gardaí throughout his teens as well while he was in Kerry. We have to leave it there. Connor Lally, Security and Crime Editor the Irish Times. Thank you for being with us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.